Praise the Lord this morning, this beautiful Sunday morning God has given us. And we just open up with a word of prayer. Father, we come in the mighty name of Jesus this Sunday morning, Lord God. This new day that you've given us, a day we will never see again and a day we've never seen before. God, we thank you for your grace and mercy, Lord God, that brought us forth this morning, Lord God, that your compassions fail not but great is your faithfulness. Lord, we we thank you for bringing us to this place, Lord God. We ask that you would um, give us clean hearts and renew a right spirit in us, even now, God, as we prepare just to receive um, what you have given us from your word, Lord God, to encourage us, Lord God, to help us reach forward, Lord God, in you, to reach our full potential in you, Lord. We thank you for this time. Bless um, all of us that are here, Lord God, and those that are even on the way, God. We just thank you for today. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Good morning, family. Good morning, family. Um, I want to give honor to where it's due, um, as the word says. And firstly, I just want to honor the Lord this morning, Um, not just for saving my soul and making me whole, but making me whole. He didn't leave me without instruction or purpose. Amen. I'm grateful for the word of God, as it says in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, that it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Amen. And our pastor's not here, but I want to honor Pastor and Sister Benson this morning um, for their love and their leadership uh, in my growth and walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm thankful for their example. And again, I want to honor my husband this morning, um, who through our prayers collectively and individually, we have seen the hand and power of God. Amen. And lastly, I want to thank the people that are here, the people that I do life with that are here this morning. Amen. Sister Wilmore reminded me that we had our life group here, actually, um, the folks that were here last time. So I want to thank you for your encouragement and opportunity that we have to grow together in in Christ, amen, in a unique way God has made each of us as we share our testimonies and and edify one another. God gets the glory, amen, and by your love and your fellowship example, witness, testimony, I grow, amen, so I'm thankful for all of you. Last week, amen, we talked about the purpose of prayer, and we concluded that the purpose of prayer— is to glorify God. We glorify God. How? By our constant communication with the one who created us, knows us from head to toe. Psalm 139 talks about how the Lord knows us from head to toe intricately. He cares so much for us that he would even send his only begotten son to die a sacrificial death on the cross, taking on all of our sin and all of our shame. We looked at Jesus' example of a prayer life from Mark 135 how he rose up early and he went out to a solitary place and there he prayed. We talked last week a little bit about the reasons that we pray, to communicate with God, to have fellowship with God, to show our dependence on God, amen, to make our requests known unto God and also to avoid temptation, to avoid sin, and to to participate in God's work in the earth. Amen. We participate with God to have power over evil. We pray 
have power over evil, to keep us humble before God. Our prayers, amen, that falls in line with dependency, amen. To have the privilege of experiencing God, to be a witness to believers and non-believers alike through our purpose in prayer, as we purpose in prayer, amen. To strengthen the bond between believers, that's an awesome purpose we have in prayer. Amen? Because we really cannot make it in this life without one another. Amen? You know what I also found out? There is scripture for almost everything that we could pray for. So, and thank God for, like, the internet nowadays, because if you have something on your heart, you can kind of just look it up and Google and say, I need the scripture for this. And... The scripture will come up. What a blessing that we can say God's word back to God. This is what you said, Lord. Amen. It's beautiful as we communicate in prayer with God that we can give it back to him. Amen. So this morning, we'll be dealing with power in prayer. Amen. And I I pray that we all are experiencing this power in prayer. Amen. Yesterday was like a rough day for me for some reason or other, and I had to kind of just press forward. I kind of stayed at home for most of the day. I didn't go out, but I I was by myself. My husband and my son were working. My mom was taking care of my aunt, and I just, I talked to the Lord like all day. I had to just stretch out. I had to just stretch out, amen, and sometimes we have to do that, just solitary place and just us and the Lord and just have to talk to the Lord like I don't know what's going on I don't like how I'm feeling Lord I need you I need your strength I need your power I need your wisdom amen and I knew that this morning was coming amen and you know the challenges was there right so I battled yesterday but how many of you know that God gives us the victory he always causes us to triumph in him amen so the scripture that I have is Psalm 6211. God has spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God. Amen? And then Pastor Rick Warren, I believe his quote was really special. It says, much prayer, much power. Amen? Little prayer, little bitty power, right? No prayer, goose egg, no power at all. Amen. And I thought that was profound. I wanted to share that with you. There's also a quote that I like from Max Licato, and it says, our prayers may be awkward, our attempts may be feeble, but since the power of prayer is in the one who hears it, not in the one who says it, our prayers do make a difference. Amen. So I just want to lay some background work by definition of the word power. Um, Power, by definition as a noun, is the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or quality. An example is the power of speech. Similar words are ability, capacity, capability, and potential. Amen? The capacity or the ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or course of events. This is the power we're talking about. And then power as an action word is defined as a supply, a device with mechanical or electric energy. The car is powered by a fuel-injected 6.0 liter engine, 8.0, whatever, you know, right? 
or move or travel with great speed or force. Power is like a force to be reckoned with. Amen? Well, that is the power of prayer. What is the power of prayer, we ask? What's the power of prayer? How can we bring, how can prayer bring a person back to life? Amen? And I'm a witness of that. I don't know how many of you in here are a witness of being brought to life or back to life. Amen? Through the power of prayer. Amen? I can attest to that. 2 Corinthians 1.9 says, But we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raiseth the dead. Amen? How can this power through our prayers heal the sick? Amen? And James 1.16 says, Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. How does prayer comfort those who are anxious or sinking into the depths of depression or even overtaken by a stronghold? How do we shut down stinking thinking through prayer? Amen? 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and everything high, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen. That is powerful right there. I don't know if you can think about it or imagine just everything being cast down. Lord saying, pull it down, pull it down, get rid of it. Amen. This is the power we have in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. How can the power of prayer impact those who don't know Jesus or help in a time of crisis like this pandemic? Well, we can share our faith, and it's by the power of the word of God through our testimony God uses us as hope sharers. Amen? Hope sharers. 1 Peter 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy have begotten us again unto a lively hope. Our hope is alive. Hallelujah. By the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Oh, the power of God is released when we share about this lively hope we have in Jesus Christ. God bless you. The power of God is released when we share about the lively hope we have in Christ. Amen. And he's alive. How can our prayers here in this country impact every nation and tribe and tongue for Jesus? We can read the book of Acts about the first and the early church and the power of prayer and its power bringing open hearts to receive the gospel. Amen. The gospel was being shared, but the church was coming together praying. Amen. The church was back home lifting up the name of Jesus, praying. Amen. The missionary journeys of Barnabas and Paul, all while the church was exercising its power in prayer. Amen. These answers can also be found in one pivotal scripture. In Matthew 18, 18 through 20, Jesus tells us about the power of prayer when he says, 
Verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Amen. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Amen. What a, what a beautiful, even visualizing that, two or three gathered together. Power, amen, in Christ. The power of prayer is not the result of the person praying. Rather, the power resides in the God who is being prayed to. Amen. 1 John 5, 14 and 15 tells us, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. No matter the person praying, the passion behind the prayer, the purpose of the prayer, God answers prayer in that we're in agreement with his will. Amen. His answers are not always yes, but are always in our best interest. Amen. What a beautiful thing. When our desires line up with his will, as we delight ourselves in him, Psalm 37 says, delight ourselves in him. Hallelujah. Commit our ways unto him. He will bring things to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we know that the power of prayer is in the one with who, to whom we pray. Jehovah God, hallelujah, holds the power. Jeremiah 32, 17 says, Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Hallelujah. Praying to him is one conduit to his power. A, a conduit is a channel through which water or electrical wires go through. It's like a lamp. Amen. The lamp doesn't have power, though it shows light. Amen. The cord doesn't have power. It's just a conduit, a channel way through. Prayer is a conduit or a channel way through to power. Amen. To the power of God. Yes, the power of prayer is accessible to all who believe. Amen. All who believe. Isaiah 40:28 says, "Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary." His understanding is unsearchable. Unsearchable. 2 Corinthians 3, 5 says, Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency of, is of God. Amen. So it's, it's not, oh, it's not the person praying. It's the power of who we're praying to. Amen. He's got the power to release, unleash, loose, bind. He's got the power. Amen. Prayer is powerful. And we're encouraged as First Chronicles 16, 11 says, 
to seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face continually. When we make the Lord our first resort by seeking him in prayer, here comes that purposeful dependence. Lord, I can't do this, but I'm depending on you, Lord. You have the power. You are the power, the glory, the majesty, the might. The power of his presence is unleashed in our lives. Amen. I was reading this book the other night. Um, it's Power in Prayer and the Purpose of Prayer. And um, the author was talking about how when we, when we want to come in prayer, how, how we, we get into the presence of God. Amen. It's like it's, 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 some, it's, it's, power. it's power in our praying. Woo! Lord, how we just come into the presence of God. God who turns the rivers of water and makes them flow and turns them off. And, you know, we come into his presence. Amen. And I, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm like a, I'm a big pro about um, adoring God and, get, and, and, and saying words to God like we just praise you. You're magnificent. You're glorious because he's worthy of that. When we come into his presence, even in prayer, we want to adore him. We want to have a posture of worship when we come into prayer. Amen. That's his, this is God who made the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. And we're in his presence. Praise God. The word of God is full of accounts describing the power of prayer. Praise the Lord. The power of prayer has overcome enemies. Psalm 6, 9, and 10. Conquered death. 2 Kings 4, 3 through 36. Brought healing, as we just talked about in James 5, 14 and 15. And defeated demons. We see that in Mark 9, 29. God, through prayer and fasting, opens eyes, changes hearts, heals wounds, grants wisdom, James 1 and 5. The power of prayer should never be underestimated because it draws on the glory and might and the infinitely powerful God of the universe. Daniel 4.35 proclaims, All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, What have you done? What? No one. Hallelujah. That's Daniel 4.35. And I'm not sure what version that is, but I thought that was powerful enough to share. Amen. Jesus, the prayer warrior that he is, our Savior, the captain of our salvation, healed the sick, gave sight to the blind, and on more than one occasion raised people from the dead, like Lazarus. Amen. John eleven thirty seven through 44 says, And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus, therefore groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. 
Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee, that if thou would believe, thou shouldst see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, hallelujah, this is what we did. Jesus goes right into prayer and communion with the Father. He goes right into it. We know Jesus was a prayer warrior, and he prayed to the Father, Mark 135. He says, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, hallelujah, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus saith unto him, loose him and let him go. Hallelujah. I just get so, I get so excited. I don't know if y'all can see Lazarus, Jesus coming on the scene. Father, he says his prayer. Amen. And, and he comes out of the grave clothes. Hallelujah. I can see Lazarus walking around now. Hey, hallelujah. Healed, whole, alive. Amen. Hallelujah. Quicken, quicken. Hallelujah. Do we realize the power that we have available to us when we take our authority in prayer? If we did, I think before we pick up the phone and make the call to somebody to say, I need you to be praying for me. We would just bow in submission and petition to God where the power lies. Amen. There would be no such thing as doubt, fear, or anxiety because we would be on our faces before God, storming the heavenly realms in battle with the darkness and evil forces of our world. Most of us don't realize our authority because if we did we would be praying far more, far much, far more. We would be sacrificing some time, amen, some time in order to pray. Instead of worrying about the increase of evil we see on the news in our land, we would be on our faces, amen, crying out for his intervention. And I believe God is challenging us even now to be on our faces and crying out for his intervention because he has the power, amen? And, and we know that he has the power. His people, his people, amen? We know, we know what to do. He's equipped us, amen? He's equipped us to pray, amen? Romans eight eleven says, but the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, dwells in me, dwells in us. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken our moral, mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in us, in you. Amen. Amen. By the spirit that dwells in us. Hallelujah. <laughs> this is powerful right here, y'all. I, I was like just getting excited as I was just studying for this. And I just want to say on a side note, 
And this may just be me, but I see the power of prayer working in the lives of the believers right here at NDBF. I see it. It's evident to me as I look around and I talk to people and people share their testimony or what's going on in their lives. Each of us, amen. We're, we're starting at first 15. At first 15, we are calling down ah, heaven to earth, amen. On that first 15, amen, we are calling down power into our situation and lives, amen. And I, I pray that we don't get discouraged because discouragement can come. We say, oh, I don't see this or that happening. He's got it all under control. He's working it all out, amen. I, man, petitioning God for these young people, our children, God is working all this thing, working this thing out. Amen. And some of us, little by little, we are sharing, you know, the testimonies of God's power working in our lives. Like, oh, I can't believe this happened. You know, I can't believe. Amen. But our expectation is from him. Amen. And when that's clear, you know, we, we know. But we are experiencing, I believe, through the first 15, more love and more joy and more peace and more gentleness, and exercising more faith, meekness, and temperance. Amen. The fruits of the Spirit are being displayed in our lives. Oh, man. When we come together in Jesus' name, verse 20 in Matthew 18 says, He is in the midst of it all. The all-powerful one is in the midst of us. Hallelujah. And I, I just I want to kind of side note a little bit because we didn't get to talk last week. I had a, I had a lot. And um, we didn't get to talk, but would anybody like to share even now about how we've just been exercising the power of God through our first 15 minutes? And would anybody like to share just, just, just you know what I mean, a brief whatever about how you feel God's power working through our first 15? Amen. Any, anybody? Anybody? Amen. Good morning. I know I'll say for me, um, it's such a sacrifice mm -hmm. every morning. Mm -hmm. But I look so forward to God. I mean, when, when, I, when I was asked to do it, it was immediately yes. Mm -hmm. So I know there wasn't nothing but the Lord. Amen. Because I was not rising up, every, you know, <laughs> for five days a week at 530 because I didn't have to. You know, I mean, I would get on, but it was, I'll be honest with you, it wasn't every day. But that was the Lord. And now that he gets me up, first of all, I'm, I'm thankful and grateful. But I look so forward to your prayers. Um, I, I'm, I'm seeing people's fears um, that may, you know, have shared with me they were scared. But in their prayer, they're praying you wouldn't even know that they're scared. Um, I'm just seeing the power of God. I am the power of God moving in us. Amen. Um, through the first 15, um, I'm just excited and elated what God is doing and, and what I, I truly believe that he's, he, we have not even yet seen what he's going to do. We just got to trust him. And I'm honest with you, I'm trusting God. I am trusting God solely, completely, 
I got some stuff going on health-wise. I'll be honest with you. I got some stuff going on, other issues going on personally. But this first 15 is empowering me. I'm, I'm serious. It is empowering me. I'm walking by faith, not by sight. You know, I am just solely believing in God. And I'm just going to tell you, I know God is moving because my daughter be on that line sometimes just in the morning. And I know that ain't nothing but the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, and so I just, I just thank God. So I just ask you guys to continue, you know, for your faithfulness and commitment. You know, y'all are such a blessing. You know, so be encouraged. Amen. Amen. Good morning, everybody, and praise the Lord. And it's a pleasure to be here uh, because I go through a lot even to get here. So God is good. And the first 15 uh, stirs me up. It stirs my day up. It keeps me going. And uh, it helps me. And as Sister uh, Jennifer said, it has even helped me with fears because a lot of times, you know, we do have that little fear. I don't want to talk in front of everybody. I'm not this and I'm not that. But God has showed me where I am, who I am, and he's doing it every day. And not only that, he's giving me more strength to do what I have to do. And I do a lot, but that's all right, because God has given me that strength. And when I, you know, start praying sometimes, you know, he just says, girl, you can do it. And he's, he's doing it. So I know that he's helping me, he's helping others, and I see more coming on the line. And as she just said about her daughter, you know, when we started out, it was only two or three, maybe five or ten. You know, now it's up to 20, 25, you know. So I know God is working, and I know what prayer can do because a lot of times we pray for things, and sometimes we are impatient because we don't see it happening right away. But once we see it happening, we say, thank you, Lord. And yesterday, I even got a little blessing. You know, uh, I had put in for some short-term insurance for my husband uh, when he was sick, a recovery insurance that I just, you know how you just see a little something and you say, well, let me try this. And at first they denied me because I didn't have enough information. Don't you know I got a check yesterday and I said, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. You know you on the, on the main line. I know who to call. I know who to call when I have uh, troubles or who, who stands in front of me. And, and before me, he stands with me and he is a good guy. I understand to say first 15 has been uh, powerful powerful for me and that, all right I may preach whatever the case may be but I don't pray for 15 minutes y'all gotta forgive me I mean me and the Lord we got a straightforward kind of life so to uh, get on there and to pray and to share testify to read his word has been powerful throughout the last week I've been having troubles I started a new job and my phone was acting up I was supposed to pray on a Friday my phone wouldn't get on. Thank God for Florida stepping in. Brother Dave, y'all know he's from Florida. Well, he's actually from Jersey, lived in Delaware, moved to Florida. He's in Florida praying, amen? And uh, I thank God for, uh, for the uh, first 15 because I was in a panic because I couldn't hear it. I lean, I lean on my church family. My baby's in California.
And so I need power. I need the power of prayer. I need you guys continue praying. I look forward to it every single day. Sorry, Sister Jen, I believe I got my phone together. Uh, <laughs> it needed an update and some kind of hard restart thing. So we should be on. I'm really inspired by Minister Lyons. He just always, he cries, he makes me cry. Because what he feels, I, I, I feel the same when he just, I get emotional. You want to say things and words come out or don't come out. But you know what I realize? And the Bible says, God catches every tear. Tears are worship. And I know that, and sometimes I can't get the words out. And the family comes through for me. And I know I need to slow down be, and be patient. I'm, I'm an impatient person. But I'm learning now, just breathe, calm down, and everyone prayers help me. I mean, you think you're going through something, and we are, but then you hear our family prayers and what they're going through, and it's like, well, I'm not the only one. And then and, and you guys really encourage me. And, and I pray at times I encourage you. But this is what we do. We help each other. We hold each other up. When we feel like we're going to cry, we hold each other up. And we just pray for you and clap and just know that. God's heart comes out, even the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, and he knows what we're saying when the tears or the moans or the, he knows, and he interprets, so we thank, we thank God for that, and I just thank God for that, I'm learning so much, and Pastor Benson has really helped me too, because he's like, when I slow down, you know, don't worry if you mess up, you know, and that's encouraged me, because I'm like, oh gosh, I messed up, he said, don't worry about it, just that you're doing well, just keep, and that encourages me, and I need that sometimes, because we think we don't do good, we talk too fast, we don't know what to say, because we said we don't know how to pray. But prayer is prayer, whether it be a minute, 10 minutes, an hour. Prayer is prayer. And God hears all of them. And I'm just like learning so much. And I'm so encouraged that, you know, I just want to say thank you, everyone. Thank God, most of all. Thank you. Because when um, Friday, I knew he was on, but I said something is happening with his phone. But the blessing is when I wanted to pray, and I started to, but the Holy Spirit direct the other the brother, and I said, Lord, this is how we have to be on one accord. When one don't come in, we got to step in. And we got to be that power that God wants to use and just to be effective <laughs> in what we say and do. So I was just so blessed um, by that. And I'm just so blessed by just um, the humbleness of the people that want to be in God's will. Because that's a privilege and an honor right there. So, you know, I'm just thanking Lord for all he puts on the line and to encourage our hearts as we go forth. So, I thank you, Lord. Amen. Good morning. The first 15. I look forward to it every day. I wake up every day at 5.30, get ready for 6 o'clock. I said, I need to hear something. 
that's going to be powerful, that's going to touch my heart, my soul, and my mind. I'm getting charged like that Tesla car. You got to plug it in. But the power that we have is undeniable. Never runs out at 20. You can connect to Jesus through his Father. And he'll take care of every problem that you may have. He'll give you peace in the midst of the I thank Pastor Amos' wife for praying. Because I listen to her prayers, and I get encouraged because I told her out of my own mouth and heart that when I listened to her pray, I thought about Sister Jackie. Because when they pray, when they pray, you hear the word of God in their spirits. And I couldn't separate the two. I said, oh, my God. That's how good God is. But I love the people that are on this line because the word says, be ready in season and out of season. And because my brother couldn't get through, another brother did. And he stepped up and it was powerful. There's power in the unity of the body of Christ when we all come together on one accord. To praise the Lord in spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen. This 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 ain't testimony about how we hit the lottery and how we came into some money, you know, necessarily. But this is testimony of just God giving us that um, Philippians 4, 6, and 7 we talked about last week. Prayer, thanksgiving, supplication unto God. And verse 7 says, and the peace of God. Hallelujah. And the peace of God. Not saying we don't live in a crazy world with storms, clouds everywhere all around us, but end the peace of God. Verse 7, amen. We'll keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Isaiah 57, 15 says, for thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth in eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Hallelujah. Can you see God's wonder-working power reviving us? Hallelujah. So what is exactly the power of prayer? The power of prayer isn't in the words you utter. It's not about what we pray or even how we pray. We discussed last week how we can pray. There's so many different ways. Memory prayers, scripture prayers, um, silent prayers. Prayer can be defined as simply talking to God, but it's much more than that. As we talked about last week, prayer is also an act of worship that glorifies God. Hallelujah. God, I'm dependent on you. I'm glorifying you because you can do it. Hallelujah. And it reinforces our need for him about our full dependency upon him. Psalm 18, 2 says, 
The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength. I don't have strength. He's my strength in whom I trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. He is the high tower. Amen. He is the one that holds us up as everything in the world is coming at us. Darts, fiery darts, arrows coming at us. Amen. He said, I'm your high tower. I got you. Hallelujah. Our fiercest weapon against the enemy and all things of this fallen world. Prayer. Amen. Priscilla Shire, one of my favorite authors, in her book, Fervent, describes it as this. Prayer is the portal that brings the power of heaven down to earth. It is kryptonite to the enemy and to all his ploys against us. Kryptonite, okay? Come on now. Come on. Because I'm praying. Amen. Watch out. Watch out. Amen. According to the word of God, the power of prayer, quite simply, the power of God who hears is, is the power of God who hears and answers prayer. Psalm 34, 17 says, the righteous cry, the righteous cry, and the Lord hears and delivers us out of all of our troubles. I was reading Reuben Torrey's book, The Power of Prayer and the Prayer of Power, and he says this, one of the most instructive and suggestive passages in the Bible shows the mighty power of prayer to transform us into the likeness of our Lord Jesus Christ himself, found in 2 Corinthians 3.18. This was powerful too, y'all. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. The thought here is that the Lord is the sun, and we are the mirrors. Just as mischievous boy or girl on a bright, sunshiny day will catch the rays of the sun in a piece of broken mirror and reflect them into our eyes with almost blinding power, so we as mirrors, when we commune with God, hallelujah, catch the rays of his moral glory. That is, each new time we commune with him, we catch something new of his glory. And guess what, y'all? We reflect it out into the world. Hallelujah. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's 2 Corinthians 3.18. The Lord God Almighty can do all things. There is nothing impossible for him. Luke 1 and 37 I mean, when we think about just the virgin birth, period, like nothing being impossible with him. Mary, you know, got pregnant. Come on, like nothing is impossible. Amen. This is the same God that we serve, the same God that's in the scriptures. He's our God. Amen. It's Daniel's God, our God. Amen. Mm. The, the character and the heart of God is the very fabric of the gospel. When we close our eyes, get on our knees, the Spirit of God whispers as Jeremiah 32, 27 says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? God is whispering that in our ears as we come to him in prayer. Behold, 
I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? It's as if to say to our hearts, no need is too great or too small. Amen. He's whispering in our ears. And, and we, we have to intentionally remember that in prayer. God is with us. God is moving as we come before his throne. Amen. Like I said, yesterday was a hard, hard day for me. I, had to, I was in my house by myself. I was just talking to the Lord all day. I did not feel like myself. I did not want to talk to anybody. You know what I'm saying? I just had a hard day. My mind was trying to go here, and my mind was trying to go there. But I was like, Lord, I need all of that. I need you to cast down all of that. I'm coming to you in prayer. Cast down every imagination, anything that's trying to lift itself higher in my mind than what you should be intentional, be intentional about our prayer life. Amen. And you know, it was a battle because Satan was like, I don't want you to pray. Put some more music on. You don't need to pray. Put on Maverick City. You know, worship, just worship. You don't need to pray. You don't need to talk to God. Just sing. Sing around the house. Not saying, you know, that was just the devil kind of doing that, but the distraction, rather, is what I'm saying. The distraction was there for me not to be just talking to the Lord, you know, but to just be singing songs, you know. And singing songs and making melody in our hearts is a great thing. That's what the Word says, you know. But to really just be talking to the Lord about um, the, the unhappiness I was feeling within myself. Amen. And my family wasn't around to kind of like say, you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? But it was okay because I was able to talk to the Lord in prayer. Amen. So the Lord invites us. He encourages us. He wants us to talk with him. We're to come to him in faith, James 1, 5, with persistence, Luke 18, 1, with thanksgiving, Philippians 4, 6, amen, with a posture of asking him, Psalm 51, 10 says, ask him, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, amen. Hebrews 4, 16 says, let us then with confidence, hmm, we can be confident, Draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace and a help in time of need. We have been given access to the very throne of God in prayer. I talked about that um, last week. You know how we have the swipey cards on our job. You know what I mean? We just swipe. Amen. That's the kind of access we have to God in prayer. Amen. For example, right? So we see the effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous right here in our fellowship. Amen. We're seeing people healed. We're seeing people delivered through the power of the gospel and through our prayers. We see relationships being restored. We see the exceeding greatness of his power. Amen. All brought through prayer. Amen. We sing about it, but we're seeing it. It's, I hope you're encouraged as we see it. Amen. Fear weakens us and gives us an unsound mind, but the power of prayer gives us strength and wisdom. Amen? The one we're praying to has the power. We rarely grasp the full potential and the strength of the power of prayer that's available to us. We often go about our daily activities and forget that we are united with Christ. We're connected to him as our head. And we are a church designed to express the fullness of his power 
on earth. Carefully meditate on the Apostle Paul's prayer in Ephesians chapter 1, 18 through 23 to get the full picture. Verse 18 says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above, hallelujah, all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and have put all things, all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. God has incomparably great power. Christ is seated at God's right hand. Jesus defeated Satan on the cross, and we are called to enforce Jesus's authority on earth through prayer. Amen. That's like, I mean, that that blows my mind. We enforce his authority through prayer. It's authority in prayer. Amen. As we humbly submit ourselves to God, we're exercising authority. Amen. In prayer. Mm. It just blows my mind. God, he always just blows my mind. We work together with God's power when we exercise our authority in prayer. We can pray authoritative prayers for our neighborhoods and cities. Certain things in history will happen through our intercession if we pray the way God is calling us to pray. We can change nations through prayer if we choose to use this mighty weapon. Amen. And my heart just kept going to missionaries, missionaries. We need to be lifting up missionaries. Amen. Because our prayers here can affect the whole world. Amen. We know what we were praying during COVID. Amen. And I believe that our prayers affected the whole world because we sought God. We said, he said, um, what's that, First Chronicles 7? You know, seek my face. Pray. Amen. I got this. All we have to do is reach out by faith and ask him to touch our lives, our cities, and our nations. When we tap into his resources by faith and pray, miracles happen. Hallelujah. When we exercise our authority in prayer, God answers in his own powerful way. There is strength and power in prayer that the church may not have realized yet. We have not realized it yet. He said greater works. Amen. Greater works we will do. Amen. We want to change the world for Christ. We want to change our families. Amen. It's a huge task for all of us, but we do it in a li- we do it one life at a time. Making disciples that make disciples through the life-changing word of God. Some are reaching people in their workplace or in another country. Pastor Heyman just shared about reaching our full potential in the workplace doing Bible study. Some are reaching people in the hospitals or in schools. We are all in this together as the body of Christ. 
We want to see people's lives changed all over the world before Jesus' return to earth. But the task is huge, and we need to exercise, hallelujah, exercise the tools the Lord laid, us, laid out for us to do it. The most essential tool is prayer. And only through prayer can we get the job done. There is strength and power in prayer that can change the world. Us, amen, little old us, amen. We realize our authority we have in prayer. Mighty things will happen all over the earth that will bring victory to the powerful name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know that there's power in prayer just the way the enemy reacts. I shared with you all yesterday. Sing a song. Don't be praying. Don't talk to God. Sing a song, right? (laughs) Amen. The enemy's trying hard to discourage us, discourage people in prayer from praying because he's afraid of prayer. He knows his strength and potential, and he is trying to keep this hidden even from the church. We can really be busy in church, real talk, and not give God our time in prayer. We can be busy here and not give God our time in prayer. We are in a time of urgency, and we must seize it by praying. Amen. There's many examples in the Bible, and I I had a whole bunch of them written down. I I can't get to all of them, Um, but I will just kind of briefly synopsis Hannah's prayer um, in 1 Samuel. We see Hannah's prayer. She wanted a son. Amen. She cried out. She ugly cried before the Lord. Amen. She was in ugly crying. They thought she was drunk. The priest said, she's drunk. This lady's drunk. But she ugly cried before the Lord, and the Lord granted her request. Amen. He honored her. Amen. And then I thought about Hezekiah, the great king. I mean, he was a great king. He loved the Lord. He tried to live his life honoring and pleasing to the Lord. And he fell sick. Amen. He fell sick. The prophet came and told him, you're going to be sick. You might, you might die. You're going to die. The Lord told the prophet, you're going to die. Amen. And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. He prayed, he fierce prayer to the Lord. And the Lord gave him, added to his life, I believe 15 years. Amen. The Lord added to his life. Amen. So there is power in prayer. There's plenty of examples in the word. And in your quiet time with the Lord, just search the scriptures. Amen. Search the scriptures. In the scriptures, they tell us that we have eternal life. Amen. Thank you for your time this morning. Let's continue to be a a praying church. Amen. A praying church. Praying Church is a powerful church. Amen? Thanks, guys.